another episode of Stuck in Middle Podcast. I am your host. This is a platform for entrepreneurs, innovators, creators of African descent. Will you hear stories, ideas, experiences of how we can break barriers, how we can break the mold? Appreciate y'all checking us out on a weekly basis, man. If you're watching on YouTube, definitely hit the subscribe button, hit the bell notification so you get updates every time I drop something new. Leave a comment, man. Listen, everybody who's been engaging so far, we appreciate y'all. Let us know y'all out there, y'all engaging with the content, y'all enjoying it. So we got a special one, got special guests in the building. Uh, entire team is in the building. Well, not the entire team. AK is in the building. Just going to give a shout out to AK. Tutu's in the building. She got something coming up later. But um, like I said, we got special guests in the building. They are a group of women, a selfless women with a passion to empower women through education and improve the quality of life for self or for less privileged people. We got Emmy and Laura from Karen Sisters Association in the building. Appreciate y'all coming through. Thank you. Thank you. How y'all doing? Good. Good. Y'all both from Cameroon? Yes. Yes. Born in Cameroon. Yes. When, when did you, Laura, when did you migrate to the United States? In 2007. So it's been almost 15, 16 years. 16, yeah. When was the last time you were back home? 2015. Dang, all right. <laughs> yeah, it's been a minute. You were born in Cameroon yes. as well. Yeah. So I want to, I wanna like, go all the way back. How was, how was life like for you? Let me start with you, Emmy. How was life like for you growing up in Cameroon? Um, growing up in Cameroon has been very hard. I would um, tell you that um, part of the reason why we're from here in the U.S. is not because I really wanted to be in the U.S., but because, but because um, Cameroon never gave me the opportunity to be the woman that I wanted to be. Mm. So um, I faced a lot of challenges as a young girl, and coming from a very um, a home where um, you always have to think of what is going to be the next meal and coming from a home where you don't even know if you're going to get a gift or a dress for Christmas you just have to appreciate what your dad or your mom provides and all you have is love I think it led me to um, it led me to when I got here in the US I kind of compared the two sides and I realized that um, sharing my story out there and how I grew up might help other, encourage other young girls like me who might still be going through the same situation because Cameroon hasn't changed. Mm -hmm. So they might still be going through the same situation. And trying to, um, the only way we can do this is to put this out, put this out in the, in the public, like through the media, so that you know, people can learn and people can pick up some things to better off their own lives. Mm -hmm. I know I can't always do it by myself. That's why I have sisters the like Laura sisters. and was, was, sister. your, was your experience the same, <laughs> It was a little bit different. Mm -hmm. I would say I was blessed, mm -hmm. um, but my parents grew up in a very humble home. There were 10 children and they all lived in a one room house basically a Big studio <laughs> and it's that situation where the oldest takes care of the next and the next and the next mm -hmm. and so with that my dad had made that decision to make sure that his kids his family is taken care of so he was very hard working and my mom handled everything else at home as mm. a as a housewife was that an inspiration behind Karen Sisters Association um, you know stories like like yourself 
Yes. 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 So it was uh, personal experiences. And I'll take you back to 2008, where it all started. Um, Miss Clotilda Nyongo. Mm-hmm. She was born and raised in Cameroon, in Bamenda, in the yeah. Northwest region. Shout out. And yeah, <laughs> big man con. <laughs> and um, so she looked around and she noticed a lot of her friends, her mates, her age mates, um, women, young women, were at home. They have some kind of education or they were not blessed to be able to afford an education Mm -hmm. through their parents or society as it was in in those days didn't consider education of a girl child a priority. Mm -hmm. And she wanted to make a difference. She wanted to have that social impact. So she brought together her friends and her sisters in the house. She's like, you all come together, let's do something. We need to change the status quo. And that's how it started. So they got together and they did little things in the community, you know, clean up campaigns, go help uh, a widow clean her house, mm-hmm. um, go serve in the church, go visit the poor, go to prisons, go to hospitals, just spend cool. some time with the needy mm-hmm. and make a difference that way. So that's where it started from until where we are today. How crazy is that, that, you know, it's 2021 and, you know, education is still not as attainable for everybody. Yes, exactly. it's a it's a sad situation, but things things are changing. Mm-hmm. Things are changing. And through platforms like yours and mm-hmm. um, that open communication and discussion is opening people's minds. So in a nutshell, how would you how would you describe or define Caring Sisters Association? Yeah, actually. In a nutshell, Caring Sister Association was created to help the girl child mm-hmm. and the less privileged and also to bring um, knowledge and wisdom to um, those who are really in the remote areas. We don't just help just the, the girl child and the less privileged. We do go to orphanages to help. So Caring Sisters is out here to be a backbone to those families that feel like um, they have gotten to the age of the war where there is no other means. So mm-hmm. we come in through the help of other good people in the society. Mm. So we can help that. So that's what Caring Sisters is all about. Being a sister's keeper mm. is our motto. And we, don't, we are not just our sister's keeper. We are also keepers of other sisters and other little children who are orphans. Yo, that's a, it, takes, yeah. it takes a village to raise a child exactly. i find that to be very true especially from where we come from africa cameroon you know mm-hmm. east africa west africa you, you mentioned Karen sisters was initiated in 2008 yes mm-hmm. how has it morphed how has it grown you know uh, over the years with 2021 entering 2022 right now so um after she started it back in in bamenda they grew and some of them moved over mm-hmm. here to the u.s and um, there was that little gap of, okay, so we're limited financially. Mm-hmm. All we can do is provide our gifts of time and talent, but there's no money to extend it outside our local community. A lot of people think money just growing trees out here, you <laughs> know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, bruh, it's yeah. Christmas time, where my honey care? I know this plant. You know what I mean? I, I got a couple of trees out in the back, though. Right. I got a couple of trees out in the back. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. So there was that little gap where we're trying to, you know, get settled. Mm-hmm. And so in 2009, we um, 
five of us, uh, including two members from Cameroon who moved here. We sat in, it was actually my apartment in Laurel, <laughs> and this fateful Sunday in March, and we're like, let's take Carrot Sisters and make it into an organization here. We've seen nonprofit organizations. We can make this bigger. We can reach more people by doing that. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's where it started. And we just started raising funds. Well, initially, everything came out of our pockets. Mm -hmm. So we had our yearly and monthly dues. We would contribute a little something and yeah. go from there year to year. It took us about five years to be able to get a bank account and have at least like say five thousand dollars in there that I can do something hmm. and that's not um, small so it's, you it's you huge. you Laura were part of Karen Sisters in Cameroon no I wasn't um you just, but you just our, knew our current president and what? the vice president were care part of Karen mm -hmm. Sisters in Cameroon so Cecilia and Juliet uh, Cecilia um Ashu yes. and Juliet Nyongo. You just got. You can use first names. I know. We're, we're, <laughs> we need to give credit where it's due. Where it's due. Right? Shout yes. out. Shout out. How did you? How did you come to be part of Karen Sisters? Right. Okay. So when I came here in 2013, you know, having the experience I had growing up as a child, that drifted me. I met um, the president, the current president now. So we became friends. I didn't know anything about Karen Sisters, but. She always tells me I'm going to a meeting, a meeting, a meeting. So we've been friends for a year now. And then I asked her, what is this meeting all about? And mm -hmm. she told me everything about it. And immediately strike me. A like, meeting that's not janky. It's not janky. <laughs> yes, you know, it's not janky, but it's out there. When she told me everything they did and they are planning to do, I'm like, I know you don't need to be a millionaire to help, but I like this group and I want to belong. Mm -hmm. And that's how I became a part of Caring Sisters. And the surprising thing is, when I became a part of Caring Sisters, they immediately put me as secretary. And I... They knew you could handle the books. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, if any gossip is passing through that meeting, I have to record it. I'm like a tape recorder. <laughs> so I had to be there to, to watch everybody speak their minds, everybody argue, everybody tell me how they feel. And then I go back in the back and try to put these things in, in writing order. it gave me more inspiration and a, a, a feeling of i really want to belong i want to make an impact and i don't think um i don't think i ever regret belonging to caring sisters mm -hmm. rather the future i i envisage for caring sisters is too bright for me to let it go right mm -hmm. now mm -hmm. so i'm gonna be stopped in the, in the, in the, in the <laughs> how okay so so what kind of projects you know i did a lot of reading and research as we preparing for this podcast what kind of projects you mentioned a little bit but what what projects does carry sisters you know tackle so we have three main categories of projects the first is the community outreach where mm -hmm. we go to those uh, poor and underserved um particularly orphanages so right now we support four orphanages in the northwest region in in bamenda uh, we have these quarterly food and clothing drives that we do to be able to support them in that way. Um, the, the second project is women empowerment. So anything that we can do to support young girls in professional education, like we ha so far we, s we sponsored 12 um, young ladies through a six-month program in cosmetology, um, hair and makeup. Mm. And other little uh, uh, projects around entrepreneurs mm. we've had you know single mothers 
young women who want to make a difference in their lives are doing something and we step in to support them to push them forward to uh, get to the next level so and um i would say in december we started including those young mothers uh single mothers or women who are in families that are not well to do and we visit them in the maternity ward at the regional hospital in bamenda Mm -hmm. we provide those baby care kits, napkins, formula for a year, a year supply, so they don't have to worry about that. Formula is very expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we're mothers, so we understand. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, and then the third category now is the scholarship, where we go way down to the uh, the youngest of them in primary school, because everything you need to start at a young age to make mm-hmm. those those um, those those changes and the impact that you need to have. Mm-hmm. So we sponsor kids from primary school level all the way up to university mm-hmm. um, in any region that we can reach. We start in the, those remote areas. We have um, about 12 kids that we sponsor in WOM. We started sponsoring 42 in Bamessing, in DOP. We have three in Bafusam, and we have two in Limbe. Hmm. Exactly. So we're gradually expanding. People don't realize how easy it is to sponsor one kid in you know in Cameroon, Syria, Leon, Nigeria, whatever. That's mm-hmm. like a... Um, if you save Chipotle for a week, you can probably sponsor a kid. It's oh, Chipotle yes. lunch for yeah. a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. Cause yes. I just I just raised money for um, a Christmas thing uh, for a choir. I was like, dang, two hundred bucks, and they bought all the equipment. I wanted I was gonna save the fundraiser for last, but let's get it out of the way right now. Okay. <laughs> let's talk about this this fundraiser because you know you just mentioned all these things. Forty three kids here, three kids yeah. there, two kids yeah. there, and the money has been coming from your pocket so far. So initially it was, but then we've had two fundraisers so far, mm-hmm. and we and we've had our families and friends donate when we had those uh, food and clothing drives or back to school drives mm-hmm. that they've supported. I would say probably seventy percent is from our pockets, and then the remaining thirty is from those outside. Donations. Let's change it, man. Let's make thirty. <laughs> 70 30 from your pockets only because yeah you got the brains behind this talk about this fundraiser you know when is it what is you know talk about the fundraiser yes the fundraiser we're gonna have our big fundraiser coming up that is our 10th anniversary next year 2022 we are so excited you know you can only say um we started this year but you don't know how this baby has been growing mm-hmm. and we've gone through all these challenges and we are ready to come out to tell the public what we are all about on this our 10th anniversary as much as it is a fundraiser but we are going to prove to the public that we are not just like any other ngo that just goes and collects money and they don't do what they are going to do we are going to set out videos we are going to put it put out so many things that we are going to show the public so they know we are genuine Mm -hmm. and then through the fundraiser also we are hoping to get um assistance from bigger authorities you know to create relationships with people of essence that can really help us with, you know, that one touch feeling that mm-hmm. makes a difference. Mm-hmm. That's what we are hoping, mm-hmm. the jackpot we are hoping to hit mm-hmm. on this, our 10th anniversary. Where is it going to be at? It's going to be in Maryland. Um, and this is going to be a hall. You're inviting it, everybody. Yes. We're yes. inviting everybody. It's going to be in a hall. Mm-hmm. And we're inviting even people out of state mm-hmm. because we do have sisters out of state. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. And even where they are, they try to do what is supposed to be done as caring sisters to make sure that we are being heard. The word is sent out at every domain. Mm -hmm. So caring sisters, wherever they are, 
they're doing their job and we're going to come together on that 10th anniversary to prove it when, when is the, what is the date again so it's september, september. we haven't september 2022 we yeah september 2022 we got we, <laughs> we've had a lot of millionaires come and sit on this desk i'm calling them out now uh stan lion chico uh okay give me names bro what's, what's the spectrum lounge uh valerie holmes um joker yes thousand years you know the hundreds of this y'all gotta be we're gonna talk more about this fundraiser but um how does one come to be a member of Karen Sisters? So anyone can be a member, well, preferably a woman, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because we're all about we women can. empowerment and also supporting yeah, the yes. less underprivileged. Cameroonian or? No, it can be anyone of any race, origin, ethnic origin, mm-hmm. nationality. You can be a caring sister. Um, we, we set the age limit or the for entry at 18 mm-hmm. just because we know gotta it's have a job you know what I'm <laughs> yes so you have i mean we feel like that that is a good you know mm-hmm. age to be able to it's understand adult, what yeah. a, a commitment is because yeah. being a caring sister is a huge commitment mm-hmm. we don't joke shoot i'm an adult i've been missing my, my uh, monthly <laughs> yearly dues at uh you know oh, little village no, meetings no. We, we, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes because it's very it's very involved we meet monthly every second Saturday of the month. And we discuss all of these projects and everybody has a task. And so you're committed. We have a WhatsApp forum. We discuss things on a regular basis. And we go out to do these activities, this outreach in person right now because what there's just 10 of us. Mm -hmm. We're doing all this and it's just the 10 of us. So we're not a big organization with a huge volunteer uh, base that Mm -hmm. can do these things. So being a member right now, you have to have that time and energy to commit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. And, you know, uh, their website is going to be on the screen and pictures and everything like that. Incredible, mm-hmm. incredible. I like how, you know, open and transparent you are. What is the partnership? You mentioned a little bit earlier. What is the partnership like with Cameroon? Because you can't do this, you know. You got you to gotta have foot on the ground. Exactly. Our sisters in Cameroon, um, they are just like our foundation. Of course, they are our foundation. They are the ones that execute most of the tasks that we carry here. So we carry most of the financial burden. Everybody knows what is going on in Cameroon now. We don't expect too much of them. Mm -hmm. So we expect them just to be able to deliver, to be there, to do the projects as they want, as we want, as it's supposed to be done. And then they bring back the videos because that is the only proof we have. They do have challenges sometimes to go out and, and do these things and to bring us success, but we try to, sometimes we try to put out these um, projects way ahead of time so that we can also let them plan and um, execute accordingly. But our sisters back at home, in their own little way, they have been doing a whole lot. They have also organized, um, they've organized uh, conferences with young girls and there have been um, situations where they teach them how to, you know, being a woman, how to control yourself as a woman, and how to deal with the society, you know. People always think that the man is always supposed to be the one to do the things and want to encourage these young girls because we have come to this part of the world where everything, we've been, we, are, we are open 
to know all these things. So we have to tell them. They, they have to encourage all these young girls to understand that a woman can be a president, a woman can be a governor. It must not be a man. They should hope, even in the midst of desperation, they should know that they can achieve everything they want in life. Mm -hmm. So our sisters there, they're doing a lot. They go and execute these projects. They get a team out there to do all these projects for us, and then they bring us the videos. And all we can say is thank you, because when we send them out there, people really appreciate. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you look at Karen's sister's picture, when they put it out there, you think there are a lot of them, but it's just like 10. Mm -hmm. But we are acting. And these women, we have presently about 15 members, yeah. 15 members, committed members back at home that actually do the job. Mm -hmm. So everybody's like my sister here said, everybody has a task. You need to bring something to the table. Not money. Bring ideas. Ideas that are fruitful, that will push us forward. And we have built ourselves in such a way that you can know that if I need this done, I have to call this person. And it is done. Mm. Yeah. Dig it. Listen, when we come back, we're going to hear from Karen's sisters more about them and their struggles, how they overcome it, and how you can be a part of that fundraising much, much more. But before that, we want to encourage you to check out our website, man. Listen, sitmpodcast.com backslash store, shop stuck middle podcast merch. Listen, 2022, we are going bigger and better. Incredible, incredible merch. That's how we drive this machine. Shout out to everybody who's working on merch. sitmpodcast.com backslash store, shop the thing you heard. And we're on Patreon as well. Three bucks, seven bucks, nine bucks, you'll be a Patreon. Pick a tier. You can get, you know, exclusive. You know, you come through, you can see Tutu, you can see Charles, you know, see how the show is being made take behind the scenes pictures you get early access to vip stuff when we do live shows you've got the stuff coming up next year the fifth anniversary so check out our patreon it's patreon.com backslash sitm podcast we appreciate it uh let's get back to the show y'all let's get back to the show i know y'all was gonna go hit the rest one, but we ain't stopping <laughs> <laughs> talk about talk about talk about the struggles like what kind of struggles do y'all encounter you know we, you've mentioned a little bit of it what, what kind yeah. of struggles do y'all encounter how do you overcome them so i think we have to two phases of struggles we have mm. our personal struggles you know there's no female group that doesn't deal with hormones you know mm. <laughs> so when when those you know those situations kick in we have to kind of find a way to resolve all the conflicts mm. and i think that that is one thing that actually makes us very strong because we're able to work through those those conflicts um we have personal struggles in our lives we're mothers we're wives so mm. And especially during this COVID season, it's been a, it's been very challenging keeping up with everything and keeping caring sisters alive. And we're glad that you know we're strong enough that we can keep that. Mm -hmm. um, on the organizational side of it, I think our biggest challenge is the financing. Mm -hmm. We have big dreams, but we need more financing to achieve it. Mm -hmm. Like you said, it takes a village. So that's that's where we're trying to work now to get more partnerships, more sponsorships, more, um, we're doing fundraisers now to get the word out. We want to do more things and support more people. Mm -hmm. How do you Maybe. pick, how do you pick what, uh, sorry, you're going to ask something like that. Right. How do you pick right. what, what schools or what students get the aid? Well, it takes, it's a lot of characteristics we put forward to be able to, because we rely on the on our sisters and on the public mm -hmm. to give us our potential candidates mm -hmm. for help. So we don't just, because you bring us a case, and we just go ahead and help. 
No, we try to get more information to make sure the case is genuine. Mm -hmm. It must be a case where somebody is desperately, dearly in need of that help. We don't want to just throw our resources that we don't even have to people who don't deserve it. Mm -hmm. So with, with, the way, um, with the way things are right now, technology has made everything really out and clear. Mm -hmm. There is no way you can lie for too long. Right, yeah. If you bring us a situation, by the time we finish our investigation, asking those questions, these people, do you know this person? Are they going through this situation? Do you think they really need help? If we put this money in their account, do you think they're going to do what they're supposed to do with it? Let me say that process sometimes takes around two, three weeks, four weeks or a month. If, if you were lying, you can keep up with that. Mm -hmm. So that is where we're going to catch you. Mm -hmm. And when we actually get the candidates that are supposed that deserve the help, we try to make sure that we sign papers to make sure that as you're taking, you're accepting it. You're not going to be looking forward to accept other, other help. I mean, if we can handle the situation, yes, we will take charge of it fully. Mm -hmm. But if it's a situation where we need somebody, other person to partner with us, yes, we have documents like that that you can sign. You can accept partnership from two other people is fine mm -hmm. but we don't want we don't want it we don't mm -hmm. want that moment where you come to us we're giving you what you're supposed to you need and then you go ahead and reap from another society where they can also be helping some mm -hmm. other person mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you're not the only person so i'm happy it was a difficult task bringing out those characteristics to guide us mm -hmm. but after long discussions and private meetings and experiences that we had in our jobs and in our own lives, we actually came out with a form that we have you we ask you questions, have you fill out and sign mm -hmm. for you to be able to to mm -hmm. do these things because everything has to be documented. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. As much as we are an NGO, we need to document everything for the purpose of society yeah yeah and i love the transparency <laughs> as well like you can see that it's not you know no no chakra no fraud no, as no, you're no. speaking there like in the diaspora and back in the continent back in cameroon wherever listen i need lawyers therapists mm -hmm. to join caring sisters association you know what yes, i mean like yes, it's you know I, i'm that you know accepting me no but <laughs> this is my challenge like if you're a lawyer because you know this paper has got to be vetted and stuff like that and it'll make it easier to draft if you're a therapist you don't have to come put money. You can just come and virtually advise a, a, a young lady back home. Or if you're back home, you know, like, and you're listening, therapies are needed, lawyers. Grant writers. Yes. And <laughs> I want to tell you, I want to add something to it. Mm -hmm. Our success also goes to our husbands. Mm -hmm. They have been a very uh, strong driving force. They have been very encouraging because our first fundraisers, we, we took care of everything from our pocket and they could be the only ones to help us with something. So just like you said, men are not needed. We do need men in the mm -hmm. background because mm -hmm. <laughs> behind every strong and successful man, there is a man. You said it. <laughs> So I give I give them the credit. Mm -hmm. I give men the credit. They're always there to push us forward. Mm -hmm. yeah. Why do you think why do you think people in the diaspora don't do don't do more of this? I think the big issue that is coming from our history is accountability. Mm -hmm. We've had that for years. Even in our families, everybody has that situation where you send money for something and it's three times as much as what it's supposed to actually cost. Mm -hmm. So that is a big hump that we have to um jump i guess which is the reason why we have all these um things set in place for that accountability so if you donate or you give your money 
there it is tracked and we report back to what your money was used for mm -hmm. and you can actually pick what you want your money to be used for for any of your uh, projects mm -hmm. uh so far you know 2008 when 2021 entering 2022 the fundraiser is coming up mm -hmm. what are some you know accomplishments that you personally proud of i'm gonna start with you <laughs> that one that's the best part <laughs> i would answer that question so many times mm -hmm. we have achieved so much We've achieved, um, like my um, Laura rightly said, we've sponsored 42, um, 42 kids. We've sponsored other um, young girls who were um, very talented with cosmetology. We also um, do our quarterly drive. Mm. Those, uh, that happens like um, three times a year. And then we do the pad drive where we help the women, the women and then <coughs> There are times when we also, um, we helped uh, one orphanage in, um, in in Cameroon. We dug a well for that orphanage. Mm. We put windows in that orphanage and we provide them food and we send them clothing and books. We did um, a book drive. We challenged ourselves through um, WhatsApp status, through Facebook, and we raised thousands of books where we shipped barrels back at home. And these books were distributed to all of these kids. Mm -hmm. And then Christmas, I think Christmas um, 2016, 2015 Christmas, we did um, a drive where we had to provide um, food and some clothing stuff for the widows and the widowers. You know, those people, you have to also look out for mm -hmm. them. So um, what else have we achieved? Now we're working, we're working towards um, getting our own piece of land mm. where we're going to have to help all these children that you know it's one thing to help them but we cannot leave them stranded our main plan is to get an academy where we can grow we they can grow their own talent and help others mm -hmm. so all these children they are working right now we've been able to help them situate jobs to work but i know with the help of our future future sponsors philanthropists and, and sponsors and partners we are going to be able to get that um, that academy up and running it's not a small project it's going to be um, a big project but we have always been achievers so we're definitely going to achieve that so i'll tell you that um caring sisters has done a lot mm -hmm. a lot with it has brought so many change in people's in people's lives, especially in Bamenda. Recently, we started having sisters from other provinces in Cameroon. So that kind of extended us a little bit to Yaoundé, Douala, Bafusam, Limbe. So we've had cases there where we sponsored a, a kid. We had a special case of a boy child. We sent to school and he made us very proud. Mm -hmm. He had 10 papers. Mm -hmm. Isn't that excellent? So mm -hmm. that was a special case. And we do have special cases. So we treat that as special. And if you don't prove to us that um, you are not worthy of our help, we just move it to the next person. Yeah, so those are some of the achievements. Laura, did I miss any? Uh, are the ones we've done here yes, in the US. Exactly. So um, we also have less privilege in our local communities mm -hmm. right here. Not so mm -hmm. of course, charity begins at home, but we want to expand. And here in the US, we've gone to 
uh, women's shelter, the My Sister's Place in Baltimore. We've partnered with Generosity Global on their um, Saturday events where mm -hmm. we, we cooked a lot of food to feed over 300 people at the Christmas. That was four years ago. Mm -hmm. And we, we look to more partnerships mm -hmm. like that. We also um, do those food drives to support local, um, how do they call them, food banks, food banks. In, in our communities. We support each other, we support other groups mm -hmm. in their fundraisers. So there's that exchange here as well. Mm -hmm. Shout out to, uh, was it Distant Relatives, uh, AK? Yeah, distant, yeah, shout out to Distant Relatives. Uh, incredible, incredible group that we're here too. Um, that's, that's an incredible partnership. Um, I was gonna ask, is there anything like this for the men's side, like fatherly brothers or something? We're yet to we're yet to 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 hear of that. <laughs> hey man, if you're out there, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Let us inspire We'd you, like bro. Like to partner, it would be nice. Yes. Caring sisters and caring brothers. Yeah, yes. yeah. I said fatherly brothers. <laughs> but let me tell you, it would be a nice thing. I know men are doing a lot. It would mm -hmm. be a nice thing to have a caring brothers association, so we can partner together and. When it is one person is good, mm -hmm. when it's two people is great. Mm -hmm. So having a man and a woman doing something would definitely be great. That's a good idea. Mm -hmm. Maybe we'll think yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, husbands can do it. Yeah, can do it. <laughs> so back to the, the fundraiser as we wrap up uh, September 2020. Mm -hmm. it's 22. 2022. 2020 is, is, is traumatic. <laughs> <laughs> we lost, nobody wants to go back there. <laughs> 22 uh the fundraiser is gonna be here in maryland uh yeah i got a website yes, yes. so it's www.caringsisters.org that's caringsisters.org mm -hmm. we're also on other social media platforms at caring sisters for twitter and instagram at facebook we're caring sisters association mm -hmm. We also have an email, association at gmail.com. So you can reach out to us any way, shape, or form. And if you know any of us, you can reach us, reach out to us as well. We're just a phone call away. Mm -hmm. Anything we, we in touch on that y'all want to add? Um, we want to add. I would like to add that um, concerning this, our fundraiser that is coming up, which is our 10th anniversary, I would encourage everybody to try and look out for pictures, videos of all our achievements. And I encourage the whole public to please, please, please come and help Caring Sisters because without you, there is no us. Mm -hmm. So we can only make things happen if you guys are there. We already appreciate what they've been doing to us. It's hard when you keep going to the same people all the time for this help. You know, we all know how hard it is here. So if you know someone that knows someone mm -hmm. that can help, we will be glad we are right here. Mm -hmm. You can get us, you know, our, some people might know others that can just have your phone number. You can call me, you can call Laura, you can go on the Facebook and send us a message. Our vice president is always there to answer. She's awesome. Mm -hmm. And the president too, they're always on point with replies like that. Mm -hmm. So listen, really let me make it easy for you. <laughs> there will be food at this fundraiser. Yes. Did I lie? I didn't lie, right? No, he didn't. Because my sister is part of Karen's system. When oh, she come oh, back yeah. with some of the food, mm -hmm. I eat it. Yeah. These ladies, it's 10 of them. They can cook. You know what I mean? <laughs> Pull up to this fundraiser in September 2022. If anything else, to eat the food. We'll charge you if you don't donate. Uh, listen, we're incredible, incredible conversation. I'm inspired. Uh, thank you so much, Amy, for coming through. Thank you, Laura, for coming through. I'm calling everybody out, man. I can't turn and look at the names, but it's, there's so many. We got replace the board but 
There's so many incredible rich people who come through here. Uh, people with talents, not, not only money, talents mm-hmm. and ideas, women as well. So definitely link up with Caring Sister Association. Uh, listen, incredible conversation. Thank you guys so much. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for having thank us. You. This thank great, you for having us. Great yeah. opportunity. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, listen, this is Stuck in Middle Podcast. I'm your host, Reflex. If you enjoy what you heard, what you're listening to, if you're riding around, don't do a screenshot because you're going to crash. But if you're in the crib, pick up your phone, do a screenshot, send it to your WhatsApp, to your ex, let them know what we're doing here is incredible. And uh, we're going all the way up 2022. If you're on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell notification so you get updates every time we drop something new. The entire team is in town except Ines. Pull up. I don't know why you're doing in. Where's she at? ATL? Okay. You can stay in Atlanta. Um, <laughs> listen. We thank y'all so much for watching this episode. I am Reflex and we out. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.